Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of our career building series. I'm the host Olivia. Happy to see you in the morning. And wow, time flies really fast. We are all seniors now, so I know most of us are facing a very important decision in our lives. That is,、uh, what is to be in the future. And I know some of us have a clear dream of being a teacher. So today I invited a familiar friend of us to share her career stories. And now, if you have any questions, please feel free to send them into the our chat board. So now let me give you a brief introductions about her. She is a Brennau alumna who also completed her undergraduate degree in Brennau's English program. She was the during her undergraduate study, she worked as a writing center tutor. She was the managing editor of Brennau's newspaper, The Alchemist, and the editor in chief of Brennau's literary magazine, The Elixir. She also spent a summer during her undergraduate school studying abroad in England at the University of Cambridge. After Brennau, she went to Ireland to earn her Master's of Arts in Modern Literature and Culture from University College Dublin. You may know her as a professor who has been to China and taught us women's lit. And read with us the wise figures to see. <laughs> Now, please join me in welcoming Professor Liz Wilson to our class. Welcome. Thank you, thank you, Olivia. That was a great introduction. It's also great to see you all, and I'm excited to share my experience, my experiences about teaching. Just wondering, how many of you are interested in teaching? Um, as a career, either either in higher ed or elementary school or high school, raise of hands. I'll go through and see. Okay, cool, awesome, awesome. Very admirable path to take. <laughs> okay, let's get started.、Um, so, my biggest question. I'm very curious about. Why did you choose this career? Ah, <sighs> yeah.、Um, well, it wasn't the original career I chose in the beginning. You know, when I was younger, I had different dreams. <laughs> I,、oh. yeah, I、uh, wanted to be a musician when I was younger. I really loved music and playing guitar and singing. So I love performing, and teaching is a little bit of performing. Um, but I really, I realized I wanted to do college. That I wanted to teach college when I was a student at Brunel, and I was in、um, Dr. Elliot's British Lit class. She、yeah. was Beowulf, <laughs> and、uh, I just, I don't know, just witnessing her、uh, in the moment talking about literature and opening our minds.、Um, uh, it's just, it really grabbed me, and I just. I saw her and I thought I want to do that. I want to be in that position up there, talking to students, sharing my love of literature, and 
helping them grow as writers and thinkers. So that's kind of what did it for me. Oh, so the this this career you are doing now is different from your childhood. Yeah. So how do you feel now when you didn't、um, follow your child dream? That's a good question.、Um, I I feel good. <laughs> I feel good about it.、Uh, I did try my childhood dream. I tried it out some.、Um, When I was younger, like in my early twenties, when I was a student at Brunel, I performed、um, in certain <laughs> venues, bars, I guess.、Um, I, you know, I live in Athens, Georgia. There are a lot of like music venues here to play at, so I would play the venues, and I just,、um, I, I, I don't know, I. I didn't enjoy it as much as teaching because I felt like I wasn't really helping people through music. <laughs> I mean, I think you do help people through music, but personally, I, I just didn't feel that way. I felt like it was、um, that I wasn't really reaching a lot of people that way versus when I'm teaching. I didn't have that connection that I was looking for as when I was performing, and I also was just extremely. Uh, I guess because music is very personal to me, I would just get really, 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 really nervous. I mean, I get kind of nervous speaking in front of students anyway, but I, I don't know. It's just not as. It's a different kind of feeling. So. I think now you get used to teaching, and maybe you will not nervous now. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll go back and fulfill that childhood dream after <laughs> after I do. So can you share the most memorable is experience with us since you become a teacher? Yeah, there are a lot. This is a hard question.、Um, I think that usually I've had a, a few memorable experiences, and I think the the thing that they all have in common, my experiences, is that it's when I witness the students achieving greatness or success in the classroom. One of those experiences was when I was in China, actually、um, teaching the, the. I think it's this cohort. Many of your classmates that are in here now,、um, we had women's literature there, and you all had a creative project in that class. It was a PSA, a public service announcement, where、yeah. you you had to present, yeah,、um, creatively about a women's issue in one part of the world, and just seeing. I was just amazed when I came in that day. It was the last day of class. Seeing all of the presentations, they just blew my mind. You know, like I kind of came in with certain expectations, but you guys went above and beyond my expectations. And I mean, I was just really amazed at the creativity and the videos that you made. And I almost cried. I don't know if you can see me, but I was almost crying when I saw them. So that was very memorable. Just seeing when when your students succeed is very rewarding. Yeah, because you, you you develop a relationship with them. So. Yeah, I remember that presentation <laughs> our group did. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. It's very memorable. Yeah, I'm happy you can like all of them, cause I think、uh, our classmates they pay great effort to do this, cause I. Cause we never done this before in China. Yeah, and that's another thing too. You were doing something that 
you know, you were going outside of your comfort zone and you just, you all did such a good job. Like, I can't imagine making a presentation in another language, you know, that's not my first language and you guys just blew me away, so, yeah. Maybe next time you can try use Chinese, we can help you. Yes, yes. You have to be very patient with me though, but yes. Uh, okay, I know. Uh, I know that nothing is easy at first time, like being a teacher. So, what are some difficulties you have encountered while beginning your teaching career? Oh, I have a few. I, I, I'm, mm, yeah, I have a few. I had like three major difficulties. The first one is that I'm young. So, yeah, depending on your audience, um, like if you go into higher ed, and you go fresh, you know, like you're in your, I don't know, late 20s, early 30s, you're going to have students that are really close to you in age. So having them see you, you know, as an authority figure in a way, and having them take you seriously, that's that's a challenge. You have to be a little, a little firm, even if you're not naturally firm. I mean, you can tell I'm not naturally a firm person, but I have to be firm and set boundaries with my students. So that's, that's a challenge. Um, it was also a challenge if you're going into literature or anything that dis that involves a lot of discussion activities. Um, it's hard to get students to engage sometimes in a discussion, especially if they're naturally quiet. Students usually are, they're usually pretty shy at first. And I'm someone who doesn't really like to um, sit in awkward silences. <laughs> So, but sometimes those awkward silences are needed uh, for a good conversation to happen. You need to allow the student, the student time to think. So that was a challenge for me, just like being still and being patient with the student because, you, I mean, teaching requires a lot of patience. So that was a challenge. And then also grading is a challenge, especially um, grading essays because those are idea. It's not like a Scantron. It's not a multiple choice test. You have to think. <laughs> like, even the teacher, you know, we have to think about what you're saying in the paper, and we're comprehending it, and we're, you know, then we're critiquing it, and we're having a conversation with you in the margins. It's uh, that can be a lot. It's you know, kind of mentally, it's <laughs> it's a lot of mental labor. So. Those are like my three uh, challenges, or starting out, they were my three challenges. And still to this day, grading is still a challenge, so, yeah. Okay, uh, when I feel awkward uh, in some place, I will keep saying to make this environment a little bit relaxed. <laughs> so I'm also doesn't like the quiet. Quiet, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to deal with that. Because um, usually people don't like awkward silences. But if you stay silent long enough with the students, I realize that eventually there's someone in the, one of the students doesn't like awkward silences. So someone will say something eventually and that'll get the conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need this, this type of students to help us. Um... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you'll come into a class and they'll just all want to be talking, you know? <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe you'll get that, but 
I haven't had that experience. <laughs> yeah, I think you did. You had、uh, now. I when I take your class, I feel very relaxed and most nervous.、Uh, yeah. So you did a great job. No,、oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, in my opinion, teachers also need to keep improving themselves, just like students. So, how can you improve yourself? Um, I think I can improve myself through reading and study. So, research,、um, research as much as I can. Always try to contribute to my field. For me personally, you know, I have my master's degree. So another, the next step is to get the PhD, right? So that's, that will be one way、um, to improve myself and my career. But also, once I have the PhD, then I I don't stop there, right? I still I keep researching. I try to get published.、Um, I go and I present at conferences, and I've done some of some of that already. So.、Um, That's one way I, you know, gain experience. Yeah, I think each career is the same. We need,、uh, no matter what we will do in the future, we should keep studying, <laughs> or we will otherwise we will be、uh, rejected by the society. Yeah, because the society is developing.、Yeah. Keep working. Yeah, you'll get left behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All about the questions are about your career. Now let's go back to your graduate school. And I know you have studied in Ireland and the United Kingdom. Are there any similarities between the education system in these two places? Between the US and Ireland, or the UK and Ireland? The UK and Ireland. Yeah,、mm-hmm. there are some similarities.、Um, for their graduate programs, the, the the major similarities I know is that for the master's program, both in the UK and in Ireland, you can go there for a year to get a master's in some、yeah. programs like English or literature.、Um, so that's one similarity. They also their grading system is kind of similar. They have a, you know, like we have a 4.0 scale here in the U.S., but over there it's like I think there's like a 4.5. It's a higher scale than what we have. So that with that being said, the expectations I think、um, in the U.K. and in Ireland for grading are higher than what I witnessed here in the U.S.、Um, So it's it's harder, you know. You might find it's hard to make an A here at Burnell. It's definitely harder over there to make it. <laughs>、um, so I had to work harder for my grades there.、Um, but and then also the weather's pretty similar in the UK and in Ireland. They're very close together. So、um, if you do like to study there, just be prepared for that. I know it sounds really trivial. That oh you know the weather can be horrible, but when you live somewhere where the sky is gray every day, and you only get sunshine for maybe like two weeks out of the year, <laughs> that's what it felt like to me.、Um, that can really mess with your mood, so just be aware of that. 
take over. <laughs> Maybe we should exercise ourselves and not be affected by the weather. <laughs> yes, I mean, it can it can be a lot. Uh, and the graduate study and undergraduate study is different. Uh, so how okay? How uh, such as the class pressure and the schedule? Could you give me some advice on how to manage them? Whoa. Um. Hmm. Yeah. So in Ireland. And in the UK, since it's a year for a master's, everything is really compressed and condensed. And it feels, I don't know, I didn't do the two-year degree, but it feels really stressful because, I, you know, you have less time to write the same amount of words. You know, the thesis is about the same, the master's thesis is about the same length as it would be in the US. So you have less time to do that. Um, time, So time management is really important. I had. I had about nine months, basically, to write my master's thesis. And it was about, for a master's thesis, it was about 60 pages. So, and, you know, was, you know, you have your chapters and all that, but time, I mean, time management is just really important. I think the best thing to do is know how you work. If you work well at night, then you're gonna work at night. If you work well during the day or in the morning, set aside that time in the morning. By that point, by, by the time you go to graduate school, you usually have already developed a good work routine as an undergrad. So you know what works better for you, like when to study, when to sleep, if you can sleep. Um, you know, like you, by the time you're a senior and you, gradu and you graduate your undergrad, you kind of are, you're in that routine. So. Those are good skills to take with you to graduate school. So just know yourself, know how you work, and plan accordingly. <laughs> yeah, but I am a little procrastinate, okay. so maybe... Yeah, <laughs> I've never had that in my, my blood. I mean, maybe a little bit to procrastinate. It stresses me out. I get stressed out if I procrastinate. Like it just, it destroys me. So I am really proactive. Like if I know that I have a deadline, I start, like say I have a paper due in a month, I start that paper a month ahead. And I like, and usually I work on it a little bit each time, like a paragraph a day. I don't try to do a lot in one sitting because that's, for me that doesn't work. But everyone's different, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I choose them from you. <laughs> no, do what works for you though, do it, you know. <laughs> yeah. And some people can write a paper, I mean, it is extremely rare, but I do know some that can write a paper like two days or the day before and somehow it's like, the, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my friends could do that, you know, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that, that kind of per people. <laughs> I should uh, prepare my homework ahead of time. Yeah, I sleep better that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and now I have some interesting questions I want to ask you. Because <laughs> uh, uh, most of us haven't been to Ireland or United, uh, the UK. So uh, did you travel anywhere when you were a student uh, in Ireland? 
Yeah. Um, so when I was in Ireland, I I went back to England because you know I was there in my undergrad at Cambridge, and so I went back to Cambridge, uh, visit there for a week. Um, I stayed in London for a week. I love London. I love British literature, so that's why I really love England. Like I just like I wanted to do the Virginia Woolf tour because oh, yeah. as you can tell, I love big Virginia Woolf fan. Um, like the Mrs. Dalloway walk in London. Ah, uh, just like. Yeah, I love stuff like that. Um, I also went to Edinburgh in Scotland for a week. Um, and it, it's really easy to travel to these places when you live in Ireland, because again, they're all close, so the flights are pretty cheap. Um, yeah, but I really loved Scotland. I wish I could have gone to the countryside in Scotland, because it's really pretty, but I didn't have time for that. Um, and then in Dublin, I went to um, Galway, and I saw the Aran Islands in Galway. I went there. Um, if you've ever had Irish literature with uh, Dr. Dobkins, with Dean Dobkins, she um, has some uh, textbooks in there from um, that, you know, that are, are about the Aran Islands. Uh, Singh, I think. Their plays written by Singh. Um, it was just really. It's great because you can go and you can see these places that you read about. It's amazing. That's what I really loved about being there. Uh, but yeah, those are, I mean, basically, I just I went to England. I went to Ireland. Oh, well, I mean, I was in Ireland. I went to Scotland. Uh, I can't think of any other places I've been around there. But yeah, it's, it's fun. You know, and that's a thing. That's a good point. Make sure you travel. If, you, if you're studying, and you were all, you know, the Chinese students that are in this class, you were all doing that, I'm sure when you were in the U.S., um, take advantage of that time, you know? Uh, During the spring break, I think most of our classmates, they did travel. Good! Yeah. I should have traveled more when I was in China. I did a little bit, but <laughs> I needed to go. Yeah, I needed to go more. Next time when you come to China, I hope uh, the situation will be better and you can come and we can take you to a new place you've never been to. That sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, in my uh, opinion, I think most of the Americans, they, they seldom study abroad. Yeah. Yeah, so why? I choose to study at in the Ireland, not the U.S. Um, hmm. few reasons. <laughs> well, I was always like, I, you know, again, studying under abroad in my undergrad kind of inspired me to go abroad for my graduate degree. But other major factors um, included the fact that it was only a year program, so I knew I'd get out faster because. When I graduated Bernal, I, I did take a year off of school. I didn't go straight into graduate school when I graduated. I took a year off and I worked as a substitute teacher in the public school system, which was very eye-opening. Um, but it was also nice to just kind of let your brain sit. I felt like at the end of my undergrad, my brain was a little fried. And I, yeah, I just needed time to like regroup and get fresh ideas, which you definitely need for graduate school. You need fresh ideas. So, um, 
So that was one reason. Uh, the time, you know, it was shorter. I thought I'd also save money in that respect if it was shorter. Um, and then also you don't have to take the GRE. And I hate ah. Which again is, to me, I found that really odd because the classes over there are so hard. And, you know, the, they hold you to a really high standard, but you didn't have to take the GRE to get in. They just went off of um, your writing sample, uh, your, your statement of purpose, your statement of intent, purpose statement. Um, they call it a lot of things. Uh, and then your letters of recommendation. So, yeah. I think most of the post-graduate uh, school have the similar requirements. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a standardized test taker. I mean, I, I, I took it, you know, but I just, I don't like it. <laughs> uh, I don't like tests either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the... Uh, just as curious, is the eating, uh, the food, and the style in the Ireland different or similar to the U.S.? I think it's very similar. There, there's a lot of um, what they call pub fare, so like a lot of hamburgers and um, uh, you know chicken, uh, but but they also have. They also have dishes that are, you know, pertaining to their culture. Like they have bangers and mash and a lot of stews and fish and chips. I mean, England also has that. Yeah. I would say that England's food and Ireland's food are very similar than the food between England and Ireland and the U.S. Um, I, felt, I, I found that I was really healthy though when I lived over there in Ireland because I lived in the city. And I think this would be the same if I lived in New York or any city where you walk a lot, but I walked so much and I didn't have a car and I took the public transit, the buses, and I just felt so good and so healthy. So that was nice walking. It was just really like therapeutic. So I do miss that. I miss the walking from like, I could walk to the store and, you know, walk to go get to my classes and I miss that. That that was really nice. And also it was just really nice. You gained a lot of independence that way. And you know, yeah. you figured out how to get from one place to the next. And there's something really empowering about that, being in another country and figuring out how to travel alone on your own. You know? Oh, and so you travel alone? I did, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I went there with a friend. I did have a roommate, you know, who I studied with at Brunel, but there were times when, she, you know, we weren't around each other where we would have to go somewhere alone and, yeah. you know, I, I'd get lost, but I'd figure it out. Wow. It, it really independent. So now when I go, like when I went to China, I, I would feel comfortable after someone showed me how to use the bus to get, you know, from the hotel to the mall or something. <laughs> I would go and do that and I'd be totally fine, but I feel like, if I didn't have that experience that I had in Ireland, I would probably have been really scared in China. Um, I mean, I was a little scared because I, I didn't speak the language, but I've been, you know, I knew I could probably get by because I got by in Ireland on my own. 
Wow, you are brave. Because when I study at Brennan, I never go out just <laughs> alone. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you're also you're younger too. I mean, when I first started going out alone, I was a little older, but I understand it can be scary. I mean, at first, first, and I didn't first go out alone. You know, I came to another country with someone. So, like, someone came with me.、Um, but when I got used to the place, I would start kind of venturing out on my own. Lion.、Um, yeah, I think it's better to just tra-、uh, travel alone at the beginning. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a, it's an experience either way. You learn a lot about yourself. You're always learning about yourself, but. <laughs> That's true. <laughs>、uh, okay, I think、uh, that's all my question today. So, does our peers have questions for you? You can put it on the chat board. Let me see.、Um, doesn't look like it. <laughs> <laughs> They're very shy. <laughs> Is anyone interested in studying in the UK or in Ireland for their、um, graduate school? Anyone? I'm just kind of scrolling through. I don't see. Nah. Okay. Hi, professor. Hi, Leo. Hi. I also want to go to UK, and、uh, my dream is also I I want to be a teacher. In the future, and、oh. uh, I I have a question. Okay.、Um, what kind of quality you think is the most important for us to become a teacher? Ooh, patience. Yeah. Patience. I mean, that's just one of mine. Because yeah, you have to have patience with your students and with yourself. Things don't just happen overnight. <laughs> yeah, I would say patience.、Um, also, I would say be yourself when you're a teacher.、Um, like I said, I had a lot of role models coming into this. You know, Dr. Elliot, Dr. Dobkins.、Um, but I realized when I started teaching that I'm not them. I'm not Dr. Dobkins, and I'm not Dr. Elliot. You know, they're their own people, and I'm me. And I would hit roadblocks when I would try to have that personality or carry myself in that in the same way that I saw them carrying themselves. And I'm like, that's not being true to me. I need to be true to me. So I, when I started being true to myself, I got way more comfortable in front of my students, and I think my students got way more comfortable with me in a good way, you know. So、um, be yeah, be you. Just be you. Okay, got it. Thank you.、Mm-hmm. Any other questions? No. Any other? Oh, did you find it? Did you find it is a little hard to understand Irish? Oh, <laughs> yeah. So they speak Gaelic,、um, but I mean that's the Irish language. But they they rarely, which is really sad, honestly. They rarely、uh, speak it. Anymore, so、um, I mean, when I went over there, everything was in English, 
they had Gaelic underneath the English. Um, but I would rarely hear people speaking in Gaelic, which is sad because that was like their mother tongue and it's kind of gone. Is there anything mm. you want to hmm, close this episode with? Hmm. <laughs> um, uh, I guess I, w I mean, I kind of, I would have ended it by saying like, you know, be you, um, be authentic, uh, be yourself. It's a good thing to stick out. Um, if you don't, if you, if you aren't sticking out, if you're not getting noticed, then, you know, you're never going to move up in life. So I say take chances. So take risks. I know it sounds really cheesy, but do it. So get out of your comfort zone. If that involves going to another country, do that. Um, or just whatever it is, you know, get outside of your comfort zone and, and do that. But I guess, Something specific to say to all of you is that, you know, you've gotten this far. Uh, you've all accomplished great things, whether or not you've gone to another country. I know we have some American students in here too. Um, you are smart people. Don't ever doubt yourself because doubting yourself, that I mean, that's a weakness and you don't want that. So be strong. You're going to, you're going to do great things. You're going to inspire people just like you've been inspired if at Brunel, you will, you will be that person in someone's future to inspire them. So know that that'll get you through the hard times. Like you're doing this, not just for you, you're doing it for other people, you know, for your career. You're gonna be helping people in some way, whether or not you're a teacher. I mean, we're all like humanity, we're all helping people. So hopefully. <laughs> Thanks for your inspiring words.